with Sean K. This is the first episode of 2021. I am your host Sean Neese. On this show I talk with people who live outside the box and are pursuing their creative and intellectual passions and I have long form conversational interviews with them and just BS. And for this episode, this is episode 121, 121 in the year 2021. Maybe there's some kind of numeric meaning to that. Anyway, for this episode, episode 121, I'm going to play you a conversation I had with Dana Gambali. And uh, on, on Instagram, she goes by Dana Danger. And she's a mixed media artist. She's done like a lot of Simpsons art and also sculptures and um, I guess like mixed media art. Like she, she takes different objects and she puts them together. Like she made a lamp of like a plant and um, and like some other material she talks about in the interview. And she also works with acrylic. She does like acrylic painting, which is like a certain kind of material that uh, she, she describes that in the interview, too. And I, I interviewed her husband, Eric, back, Eric Sanchez, and uh, they both, I guess... They don't officially go by the name Eric Danger and Dana Danger, but that, like, I guess on Instagram they call themselves that. Or, well, they they talk. She talks about that in the interview too. I, pro- I would have met her at the improv show if I would have finished because I, I was taking improv too with Eric, uh, her husband Eric, and then COVID happened. I mean, it got up to the last class, and then the show was canceled. So. I, I mean, I would have met her when she came to the show, but uh, I, I guess, uh, yeah, I think after I interviewed Eric, she started following my show, and then I followed her. I, I looked at, like, I saw, like, some of the art she was posting and everything. Here's the conversation. I hope you enjoy it. How are you? How are you doing? Thank you for having yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good to have you uh, on. I, I would have I met you if we finished the improv too i think because you you would have came to the improv show you you uh i interviewed your husband uh eric yeah he does like video stuff and you do like like sculptures i saw and like some paintings first of all you're dana danger danner gambale right or gam gambali gambali i know it's a hard one (laughs) what is like the work you do and how did you get started like what, what can you say about it i guess So I call myself a mixed media artist just because I kind of can't just choose one medium to use. I use like whatever I could get my hands on for the project. Sometimes I have an idea for a project that might um, need a certain material or I mix them all together and make one one piece. Um, I don't, I guess, but I got interested in like doing like the sculpture 3D aspect of it in college. Because, like, originally, like, I was always pretty artistic growing up. 
I would always draw things that I saw, like cartoon characters I saw in books. I would try to like mimic them and draw it on my own. Um, and then like in high school, I took like, like a design class where we learned how to draw like the fashion models and like clothing designs. So I really thought that I was gonna be like a fashion designer and that's really what I wanted to do. Um, so I actually applied to FIT when I was graduating high school and I didn't get into that and I was super fucking bummed. I like applied for like early admission cause I was so sure that's what I was gonna be doing. Uh, and then I said, oh fuck, I didn't get in. And then it kind of like crushed me, but I was like, all right, what am I gonna fucking do? And I eventually applied for Brooklyn College cause it was pretty close to my house. Uh, and then from there, I decided to be an art major. I don't, I don't know if I knew right away. I think it took me like a year or so to really decide I wanted to be an art major. But then when taking all those uh, classes that I needed to graduate, I started taking the sculpture and 3D design classes. And that's what really like lit my passion for like 3D design. That's when I really figured out what I wanted to do. But that being said, I didn't decide really to be a full-time artist until very recently. And I graduated college like 12 years ago. So okay. it was a yeah, bit of a yeah. journey. <laughs> but, but, it all, but it all kind of ties together, right? Like, because, it, so it sounds like it was always like something art, like media related, but you were just kind of, it took a while to find your niche is what yeah, you're saying. And your niche, I guess is, yeah. To find my niche and yeah. I just, for some reason, well, not for some reason, I had like had it in my mind for like ever growing up that like you couldn't make a living being an artist. And I just like didn't allow myself to dream about doing that until like really recently. And what I had intended on doing was becoming an art teacher. And this way, like I would have like a steady paycheck, I would have the insurance and all that lovely st stability of a normal job. But when I graduated college, we were in the middle of the recession and New York wasn't hiring any new teachers at the time. So I was like, oh, all right, well, fuck. And so I just kind of like hung out for a while. And then like, I started, I was working in like restaurants and I was doing that for a really long time. And then I was like, oh, I really should get like a real job when I was around like 24 or something. And I started taking the test in New York to get certified to become a teacher. And I found out that this was like 2013, I think. I found out that they weren't giving the art subject test until 2017. So like four years, I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do for four years? I can't get a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Eric and I, my husband, we moved to New Jersey eventually, like maybe like a year or so later. And I was like, all right, let me try to become a teacher here. So I. Of course, New York has to have different certification tests in the entire country. So I had to redo all these tests um, for New Jersey. And I took two and a half years to get through all the testing. Um, and then I, because I didn't have the education background in college, I had to do this alternate route thing they do. And I, I started doing that. I had setback after setback after setback. And then I finally got to the point where I could be hired and I was like, I don't think I want to be a teacher. I was like, I don't think I like kids. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> so that was like two years ago. And then that's when I started on my path to like doing my art full time. Yeah. So, so kind of like working for yourself route, that's where you're going, you think? Or, yeah, yeah. So I actually, 
this entire time that I'm my little journey that I just told you about, I was still working in restaurants, waitressing and bartending. And I just, it's been over a year now that I quit that with the help of Eric, of course. Um, but yeah, now it's like, I'm working for myself. I never want to work for anyone else ever again. And I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, that's that's kind of the route I want to take. Like, well, I mean, I, I kind of went down a similar path. Like I started with music recording and then I went into, well, then for a little bit, I switched to English. Like, I mean, it took me a long time with like early college. Like I was, I was in a county college for like many years. Then I finally finished that. And uh, then I went to Kane for like film, like, cause I got into like doing filmmaking. And then yeah. when we were doing the film uh, classes, I was like, oh, I want to get, uh, like, I, I'd always jump in front of the camera whenever oh, okay. we were like shooting something. So then after that, I kind of fell into acting and doing that. And then I was doing this podcast since then. So then I, I went to like study journalism and cause that's kind of what I'm doing, like interviewing or like bringing on people. So then, yeah. But now at this point, it's like, I want to do anything like media related. So like, I'm still like audition, I'm still like auditioning for like voice acting roles and like applying to like media production jobs too. That's really cool. I secretly have always wanted to have a voice acting job. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, why, I just, it just seems like fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did, I did one uh, recently. It was like a, a stop motion short where I vo voiced like different characters. One was uh rich Lee. Well, well I, I don't know if, like I should talk too much about before it comes out, but he, okay. but he was, uh, but um, yeah. And then today I did another audition where I voiced like multiple characters. And uh, one of them, uh, one of them was like a female character, but like it was the script. So I, I and I have a low okay. voice. So I just, to do the female character, I made her like that, you know, like those women who smoke the cigarettes and they have the very <laughs> low voice. Like that was the only kind of woman I could do was like a voice like that. I love and then, it. uh, yeah, <laughs> and then I, I had the, the yeah, <laughs> thank you, yeah. And the male character was like, Well, you know, I talk like this, and I did another character that talked kind of like this recently, too. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's and interviewing true. people in well, outer space, too. So that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, what are you gonna that's, say? That's super exciting. I hope whenever that, that other thing gets released, you let me know, I'll check it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll probably post it on the, the Instagram. On the, yeah. on the gram yeah <laughs> but um yeah so so you i've seen like some of your, like you did a, a sculpture of like an octopus in a playground i saw that was one yeah, so yeah i actually i didn't make that but i i got to help repaint it and what was cool about that is that it's in the playground where i grew up so i grew up in marine park brooklyn and they redid the the whole playground to have like this marine life theme. And then like years after it had already been made, it, you know, the paint wore away. So they did like this whole um, like volunteer group thing to help repaint the park and make it look nice again. And they let me come in and paint the octopus and they let me have a little bit of freedom because I got to paint these in the eyes of the octopus. I got to paint like a little skyline of Manhattan in the eye that was facing towards Manhattan. And then in the other eye, it was facing towards Coney Island. So I got to do the little landscape of Coney Island in that eye. Nice. It's still there. Nice. I, so you I, kind of like I put your own, it. so it was their idea, but you like kind of put your own touch in it is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I got to yeah. do what I wanted with it, which was cool. They gave me like yeah. free reign. Yeah, so so like what what's most of your work focused on? Because I know you did the Homer Simpson drawing like there's cartoons and yeah. then you do like sculptures where you make like 
things people can buy kind of like yeah so I do I do like a whole range of stuff actually but like my personal art yeah I I do a lot of like pop like somewhat pop culture stuff I am doing in the Simpsons series right now like you mentioned I started that actually during quarantine just to like have something to do because once the quarantine and the lockdown began in March I was like while I have all this time now to be home I better produce stuff because otherwise what am I doing um so that's where the birth of the Simpsons series started and I really really love it um I'm a huge Simpsons fan have been my whole life <laughs> so um so I started doing that and then like a lot of my other like personal art that I create also can focus around like pop culture stuff like I've done like a piece on like the professional that movie um oh yeah that was way back right was that the guy with the like the I think he was like the Russian yeah. actor or something like that he has like he's like yeah. a hitman yeah I remember yeah. that like way the 90s Natalie like, Portman's yeah. in it like, like oh yeah 11 in yeah. it or something so I do that I do I, I don't know I also did like um I don't know if you saw, I had the the flower lamp on my Instagram. I just, I found this. I, I did lamp. see that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, had, and it had a little bit of like soil too, right? Yeah. Or, so I found yeah. like the frame of it in the garbage and I was like, oh, it's a really cool like lamp idea. So I took it home and just repurposed it, made it kind of psychedelic. Uh, I put the nice. moth on the bottom. Nice. So, so, so it's kind of like, uh, so what, what kind of art is that exactly? Like putting things together, like that, like. It's, yeah, that's why, so that's why I call it mixed media, or it's called mixed media, because you're using all these different materials to come together to, like, one do one cohesive piece. So it's, I'm not just, like, painting with one type of paint. I'm using, I could, I could paint in it. I could, I could sculpt, like, in that piece specifically, I painted the leaves, the, the glass for the, the petals and the leaves of the flower. And then on the bottom of it, I put mushrooms, but I, I sculpted those out of clay. And I painted those and I sealed those up. Um, so yeah, I'm just using all different materials to come together to make one piece. Nice. And then, and then, so uh, like, what do you, where are you planning to go from there? Like make a, sh are you like making a shop for people to like buy ornaments and stuff or? Yeah. So, so I have a website up now. It's danagambali.com, D-A-N-A-G-A-M-B-A-L-E. Um, and I have a shop up there. I have I have prints up. I have little like tchotchkes I make, like earrings, handmade earrings, um, face masks. And then I also have a shop for my original pieces as well. So as I finish a piece, I put them up there. Um, and I've been working with a, a business, a creative business coach, actually, the last like, I want to say like seven months or so. And she like specializes in doing like creative businesses. So she's helped me like redo my whole website and she's really helped me with like the SEO stuff to really like get it moving. Cause this is what I want to do like from here on out, you know, just try to make the money come to me through the traffic and get build my audience. Yeah. So, so is there like, so like, what are you expressing? Like when you make stuff, is there like, is it, um, you is friends. there like any kind of like metaphor, I guess, with it mm -hmm. or anything, or is it just kind of like making something cool and putting it together? Oh, sorry, you froze. So I missed that whole question. I froze. Oh, <laughs> is it um, it's like when you make something, is there like a, a, a double meaning with it? Like, is there a metaphor, or is it more just kind of straightforward, like putting something? Um, usually it's pretty straightforward. With me, I 
not that things can't have double meanings and sometimes that it just happens that way and I like it but for me like I really like straightforward kind of art like I don't like to be like of course I want people to look at it and take away from it what they they feel it is or what they want to take away from it but I, I like when you can look at a piece of art and see what it is and either think it's fun or funny I like I like people to feel like happy and like funny like humorous when they look at my art um but yeah I don't I don't really get too deep with like the meanings behind things sometimes I do like like I have this piece that's a skeleton couple and it's their wedding day and it's called till death do us part and like some like meaning I had in it was that on the the male's tuxedo like on his lapel his flower was a carnation which is like one of the flowers of death so like something like that I might use the meaning for in my pieces but I don't want like the whole thing to be like a real like mind bender you know and when I get I get ideas for pieces it usually just comes to me like in my head and I'll see it and I was like oh I want to make that that's cool so. yeah like like just having people I guess it, it, there's no way to really like explain it I guess like right it's just kind of like intuitive and I guess you just want people to have a good time viewing it like yeah like yeah. I don't want them like yeah. of course there's art where you have to like really think about it and it has like a social commentary or political commentary but my I really am all about just having fun and having other people have fun and be happy and so that's why I, I try to use like humor in my pieces like a lot yeah. of times like my um titles for the piece will be quite humorous to what like the piece is yeah well well that humor can make you think too sometimes if you put something controversial in a humorous way it's uh it's easier to digest too yeah 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 but that's good for covid and everything you know like to have more light-hearted kind of yeah absolutely yeah yeah and any time I feel like to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So uh, what do you have, like, uh, what are you working on, like, for the future? Like, what, like, uh, and how does, like, your more recent work and what you're working on now differ from when you started? Um, so I've been actually experimenting a lot most recently with something called acrylic pouring. And that's actually how I started the Simpsons series that I mentioned. Um, and basically just what acrylic pouring is, it's you use acrylic paint and you add like a medium to it that makes it like more liquefied and you could like mix up all the colors and you pour it on a canvas and it kind of just like blends and moves in and out of each other with the different colors. It kind of just looks trippy. So I've been doing a lot of experimentation with that lately. Um, and that I usually like in the past, I, I didn't really do much with painting. I would just leave it to like different like materials and sculpture wise. Um, so that's where, that's how I would say like it's different now. And then just like right now, I'm just working on a few commissions that I have for people. Um, and yeah, I, I wanna do a couple more acrylic pourings that I have ideas for, uh, but no. Wait, I didn't hear you for a second. Oh, sure, uh, where did we yeah. leave? Where did you hear last? Yeah, like how your art changed and everything. Oh, you didn't hear all that? Yeah, well, I heard it like towards the end it cut. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I was just saying how like the acrylic pouring is pretty new to me. And that's something that I've been experiment experimenting with a lot lately. 
um, as opposed to like earlier, like the early stuff I was making was mostly just ma different material based rather than using paint because I don't really consider myself a painter, although I can paint and I do paint sometimes. Um, and then just moving forward, like right now, I just have a few commissions that I'm working on for a few clients. And I have a, I have a few more pieces that I want to make involving acrylic pouring. And then I, I just go from there. I actually keep a list on my phone of like different ideas and it says like 50 different ideas on it right now. So I, I'm not going to be at a loss anytime soon with like things to create. Cause as, as they pop into my head, I just write them down so I don't forget. Yeah. So, so how did you learn like that putting together like that, that kind of art that you do? Is that like just something you learned on your own or was that like a kind of art you learned while you were studying? Um, so a little bit of both. I, because I took the 3D design and sculpture classes in, in college, I got, we had to like do different projects using different materials. Like we had to do like one sculpture, but only using cardboard, like do another sculpture only using like balsa wood, which is like sticks of wood that are easy to cut. Um, so they would give you like, you had to just build a sculpture out of one material. And then I, I learned how to like, how you can manipulate different materials in different ways. And then how you can combine all of those together to make something different and really unique. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, so a little bit of that. Yeah. And then I, I started experimenting on my own afterwards and just having ideas for what I want to do. I'm always learning new things. Like I'm trying to learn wood turning soon. So that's something else I could add yeah. to like my repertoire. Yeah. I guess it makes it like more an experience when you're putting it together yeah. rather than just like painting it or drawing it. I mean, yeah. I, I know that could be an experience too, but it's like a, like you, you put it, like pick out the different materials and you. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, with drawing and painting, you know what you're going to be using. And like with my pieces, like I don't, always know what materials I need until I get to that that step of the development and I'm like huh and then that's kind of like sometimes it takes me like a long time to finish a piece but it's mostly because I'm like I don't know what to do next I don't know what material I want I don't know where to get it or I have to like learn something or get a new tool so it's kind of fun though because it forces me to learn new techniques and I get all different new tools all the time to like make my life easier it's yeah. really fun yeah, it's, a, it's a, I mean, it sounds, I, I mean, I haven't done much of that, but yeah, it's always fun to kind of like, I guess, like Im improvise like a project, like kind of where you draw from like different. Yeah, yeah, different stuff. It's a good learning experience too, because I'm always, I'm always learning new stuff for my, my art. Um, I, over this past like year or two, I actually started using plexiglass Oh yeah, I was going to ask you about because it was like I remember on your site there was like this kind of uh, material you used. It was like that you painted with too. It was like uh, I forget what it was called. Uh, was it the plexiglass? I think so, but but like a, like it was like a kind of paint. Yeah, or like um, a kind of paint. Yeah. Well, I don't. It's not a paint. Plexiglass is like um. It's like sheets of plastic that you get in different colors. Do you know what the paint thing was you're you're talking about? It was like, uh, I mean, it, it started with like an A. Uh, let me. Oh, acrylic maybe. Yeah, acrylic. That that acrylic, was. Yeah, acrylic, yeah. So, acrylic's a really common type of paint. So you know, like there's there's oil paint, which is like the other main one, and then there's acrylic. Acrylic just 
it really just means that it's water-based as opposed to oil-based. So it dries really quickly. Um, I prefer to use that over oil just because whenever I've used oil, I somehow get it everywhere. And it's really hard to get off everything, especially your clothes. Yeah. And it takes like <laughs> weeks to dry completely. And I'm like, I can't, I'm already a mess. I don't need that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just, it's just a type of paint, but it, it's, it's pretty standard. Um, yeah. But the, the plexiglass is actually something that I learned how to work with over this past year or two. Someone asked me for a commission. They wanted, um, a Buffalo Bills piece, art piece. Of, of like Silence, Silence of the Lamb Buffalo Bill or? Oh, or no, like no. A, or like the historical. <laughs> the football team. Oh, the football team. Okay. It would be a lot okay. cooler if it was that Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I would enjoy that, actually. <laughs> um, so I, he's like, you could do whatever you want. And so I, I decided to use plexiglass for the first time. So this is what I do. I pick new materials and get myself in trouble when, when I start a piece. Um, but that's been a, a lot of fun and interesting to work with because it's very different than anything else I've worked with. And I actually have like a whole series that I want to do um, soon. I want it to be like space themed and like I want to do like... Oh, nice. I want to do all different... Like, like this kind of... Yeah. Have kinda my backgrounds like in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like sci-fi, science fiction kind of? Yeah, like focus, aliens or? and like planets and like... Oh, cool. like you know, yeah. like trippy kind of like space stuff. Yeah. Um, and what I, so I do guess you like a lot of like animated stuff. It seems like that animated I, stuff kind of. Yeah, I like a little cartoonish, yeah. like whimsical yeah. kind of well, stuff. Maybe you'll animate like a series or something, and then I could voice some of the characters. There you go. That's yeah. an idea. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and then so what else? What else is cool about those? those plexiglass pieces is I like to incorporate lights into them. So they're actually like a cool like wall sculpture that you could like light up and like it adds oh, cool. like a little like a little ambiance to your room, a little atmosphere. Right. Not like uh I guess like like how would it look like neon kind of light or not? Like, you could do uh, there's all different types yeah. of like LED light strips you could buy. So you could buy like neon ones, you could buy ones that change whatever color you want. There's like a little remote that you can use. You could buy just like plain white ones that do like different like flashes or steady like it depends on the piece but I've also I also I think for the space uh series I want to do that I might do a lot of black light ones oh, okay like, yeah have it like really like you know luminescent like kind of feel to it yeah, so. yeah I feel like there's a lot you could do and there's a lot you could do with that and like kind of like you could kind of merge that with like prop design or something yeah. if you want to explore those there yeah yeah, that'd be cool. So, I guess, yeah, is there anything else we haven't covered? Anything? I don't know. What else do you want to know? <laughs> I'm not good at this, so you have to ask me. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, this is my first podcast in like a month or so, so I'm kind of like in. Back You're the I mean, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying not, I'm trying not to say like, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I was like, oh shit, I'm saying um a lot. I was like, I need to stop. Yeah. See, that's interesting. That's interesting because like you're, you're thinking more about like how you're being interviewed. And I'm thinking like more like how am I interviewing? Or, yeah, but yeah. I'm trying to find a balance between like uh, the conversational kind of like Joe Rogan feel and like the interview. 
Yeah, I love Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to his episodes in a while. I think, I forget what the last one was. It's from like last year. He he joined uh, Spotify recently, though. Yes, he did. And for a while, his stuff was still playing on YouTube. And then I realized a few weeks ago, I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't seen a new Joe Rogan. I'm like, where are they? And, and they, so now they're only on Spotify, which kind of sucks. Yeah, and you get but the I, video on there, too. You yeah. do have, you get the video on there too, which is nice. Cause I like to watch them while they talk. Um, but I, I, thankfully I have Spotify already. So I got to like continue watching. Cause it's like the first podcast I ever got into. Like oh, yeah. six, no, seven years ago, eight years ago now. And I love it. Yeah. That kind of inspired me to do a podcast. Like it's kind of freestyle conversation. I really liked the one with uh, Edward Snowden. He did. I he did this, and they did the second it, one, yeah. And I never finished it. I know it was cool, but I, I freaking forgot. But he did interview someone recently who was like an uh, astrophysicist at, oh God, I want to say Harvard or something. I'm probably, that's probably wrong. But he like, it was like one of those alien episodes where he like. Dan Aykroyd? Because I know Dan Aykroyd was like real into UFOs and stuff. Yeah. No, this was like some physicist guy that like worked at some college and like they there's something that entered the atmosphere or passed by Earth, I should say, that he thinks is from like uh, not made by us, but like artificially made from someone else somewhere. Mm. And like his colleagues are really like fighting him on it and like oh, it just... presents good information. So I'm like, oh. I just I like his alien podcast <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah yeah um, so oh, what were you gonna say i don't know <laughs> nothing okay <laughs> yeah but we both we both use filler words at the same time it was like a synchronistic filler word you went um i went so yeah yeah i'm trying to like cut those out of the vocabulary even with like right i do like writing too i need to cut those out like the, out. this and that yeah yeah but um writing has like different filler words it's like that or so it's just like redundant words but yeah yeah um, that actually kind of really what were you gonna say we, we keep speaking at the same time i know sorry i was like yeah. just ask me whatever you want like i i'm like an open book but what were you gonna yeah. say yeah yeah but I, I was gonna say it's kind of um because like I, I do a lot of writing a lot of creative writing i'm actually converting this one short film script i wrote into uh a short story and, it, and it's I think it's similar like I haven't done much uh like sculptures or painting or anything like that but I think it's kind of similar like like because when you're writing a story you're trying to paint a picture with the words yeah and and then it's kind of I imagine it's kind of a similar process like gathering pieces together to kind of make something like creating a character when you're writing and everything yeah for sure it's definitely like sometimes depending on what the image of your piece will be, you want to use the right kind of material because you could sometimes get the same result, but if the material is not quite what it needs, it could really change like the quality of, or the aesthetic of the piece. So in a way, yeah, you, and that's why, like what I said, it takes me so long sometimes to finish a piece. It's like, it has to be the right material. It has to be the right thing. Other, and I don't know what it is until I find it, you know? So, but Eric's been really good at that. Cause like sometimes when I'm stuck on a piece, I'll ask him, I'm like, where do you think this should go? Or like, I'll ask my friends. 
and then sometimes people like give me a perspective that I could not see myself or an idea for the, finishing the piece I couldn't see myself. And it's really made for some wonderful pieces in the end. Hmm. So, so what do you, where do you like choose your pieces? Do you go to like recite, is it like objects you would normally recycle or like something like that? that you... Uh, so it's actually a mixture. So sometimes I do like save things. I save a lot of things actually, because I don't, I like to repurpose things and I feel bad sometimes throwing things out. So I have like a bin of like just miscellaneous shit that I've collected over the years. And sometimes I need it in a piece. Um, but a lot of times I also have to just figure out what the material is I need and go buy it. And so I have like a lot of like supplies too. Like I'm swimming in supplies over here. Hmm. So, so did you, do you read like books on this to, to learn how to do this? Or is this no. just like a process that you've just kind of developed? It's just a process and it's yeah. one that I love and it's so therapeutic for me. And like, I can't imagine not doing it. Like I have to create every nice. day. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, wa I want to learn how to sketch because I have like all these characters in my head from like different stories and stuff I've written and I want to like visually draw them out. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you even just like a basic kind of yeah yeah there's definitely like youtube and there's books on that too do you have any advice for any aspiring artists or my main advice is to just do it just start because things opportunities will only come to you if unless you have already begun and you have something to talk about so you have to just start doing it and as you do it things will happen things will come to you you'll have Someone might ask you a question one day and they might be like, oh, what do you do? And then they're like, oh, I know this person or that person. They can hook you up. It's a lot of networking, but it's also like just let it happen naturally. That's always been my. Yeah. And you can always get better if you're, if you're not good at first. You can always get better. Yeah, always get yeah. better. And it's it's like a continuing process all the time. Like I don't I'm always getting better. Like like Eric will tell me, like every piece I make is better than the last piece. Like. It's all a learning curve. You you start out and you learn and you learn what you got to do. You make mistakes. Sometimes mistakes make great, make, force you to figure out a different way to finish a piece that is something that's even better than what you thought of in the first place. But my main advice is just to begin and just keep doing it. Just keep yeah, producing. And, and you were mentioning a, a changing from when you, like the piece, you said that you're doing it one way and then something changes and it ends up being something better than you thought so it's kind of like happy yeah. accidents you're talking about happy like you accidents. think you made a mistake and then happy yeah. accidents for sure you make a mistake and it for you're like oh well shit i have to, i already came this far i can't redo the whole piece i have to figure out how to manage this mistake now and it's definitely will be a learning experience <laughs> for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so in Jersey city, I know there's like a arts, there's art shows there. Cause I have a, a friend, uh, Nelio Bugalo who I've interviewed on here like a long time. It's like a few years ago, I interviewed him. Uh, he does like a lot of art of like paleontology, like dinosaurs and oh, that's cool. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, he, he goes to a lot of art shows in Jersey city. So I know that I guess there's like a big scene there or there was before COVID, I guess, but yeah COVID kind of squashed a lot of it but it's still it's still there it's still alive there's definitely a few good like galleries around here um I was supposed to do a show before COVID and then it got canceled so I'm hoping like once like they let people get together again I can pick pick right up where I left off um 
Yeah, but but it's a different experience because you move from the city. Like, have you noticed anything different with New Jersey and the city? Is it easier or harder to like be like artists or? Personally, for me, I feel like it's easier here. And even though it's still a city and it's still very close to Manhattan, I I feel like Jersey City all has like almost like a small town feel, where like a lot of people know each other still especially if they're in the same uh line of work like the gallery owners like I know so many gallery owners now and I, they all know one another so it's like once you get into like kind of like the circle of like knowing people you kind of like meet the same people and you'll see them at diff uh different events um art events so I do think it's a little bit easier here which is pretty funny because it's like right across the river from Manhattan um yeah I, I don't know I, I feel like it's a lot easier yeah yeah because like New York is almost like so big like so big. It, it, yeah. yeah it's like you ha you're either like super known or yeah it's hard yeah I mean there is kind of like an underground scene well I'm thinking music but like this is like an underground punk scene and stuff and then certain bands get known in that scene in New York well usually like I think it differs by like borough like too. Yeah. There's like the Brooklyn scene and there's the yeah, I think Manhattan's like mainly like the big there's the big ones that come there and then there's the I don't know, it's harder for like the smaller ones because it's just so big. Yeah. Are you a musician as well or I mean I I do me I make music and stuff. Uh it's not like my main focus now, but um I I, I, I in my early twenties I was in a grindcore band uh called Nemesis Complex and before that in high school, I was in like punk bands. And then, yeah, then I started doing like the film stuff and then the, the podcast, then I kind of drifted towards this, but I still do music sometimes. Like I just made a, a synth wave song, um, like an 80s style kind of song. Like I'm oh, influenced by like, like Joy- like paper wave type of stuff? Synth wave? Or more like retro wave, like kind of, but like I, I have different styles. Like one song was more Joy Division-ish. Okay. And it goes like, turn on your telev tell live vision. <laughs> Let it tell last to your vision. And then uh, there was another song that was kind of like a, uh, a cure kind of synth song. Yeah. And um, and then I, then I talked to a friend and, and, and she said she might record like a sludge guitar and I was gonna like sing us, sing a vocals like this over that. Like I kind of <laughs> do that low, low singing, like a like Danzig. Kind yeah, of yeah, you got your Danzig. Yes, or, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, I I used to do like the the Napalm Death like stuff, but I haven't done that in a year. <laughs> probably good for your vocal cords. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just being creative in as many ways as possible. I mean, I'm trying to, the focus is that I want to get a job in like media production. I mean, now I'm working like a regular call center job and I'm going to start working in a bookstore soon. But that's just like pay the bills kind of job. But I'm looking for like a job like either in television production or radio production. And I'm like auditioning for voiceover, voice acting work. And, and I did yeah. like a little bit of film, but I think like voice acting would be more like my niche. And uh, and then I'm writing, like doing creative writing on the side, and um, music. But that's like more. That's not like my main thing I'm pushing for 
right now, but I'm still doing it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm learning how to play bass guitar like now. Oh, I, I, oh no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I play bass. I, I, uh, I started with the guitar and then I switched over to bass as time went on. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's fun. I like a lot of like bass focused music. What, what kind of style do you play or, or trying to play? Um, I don't really know if I could say I have a style yet, but I, I, we've been playing like grunge songs like Bush and Nirvana. Um, oh, okay. So nice. like that, yeah. Nice. Like yeah, it's fun. Covers. What? I was, you like I, to play I'm a like, lot of covers, yeah. Yeah, I want to just play covers because Eric plays guitar and bass and sings, so I'm like, I'd rather just... Oh, nice, you could start a band. Or, yeah, I just want to play with him and just yeah. fuck around because, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was in band, like, in high school and junior high, but that was, like, you know, like, concert band, symphonic band, and I played tuba, so can't exactly... So it was a little, di tuba. Yeah, a little different than the... It's, it's a little, I mean, yeah. little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to actually play an instrument now that I can actually, like, have fun with. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, th I think he mentioned that he, he used to do music, and then he and then he said he got into film. Well, I mean, we ha I, he, he said that, like, in the episode, too, but, I, like, I remember him yeah. saying that. Yeah. Yeah. He He's always been into music, but I feel like the quarantine really helped him get back into it because he had all the free time, and he works from home now so he like would play some guitar in between like assignments nice well, nice yeah. yeah it's hard it's hard i want to play bass more here but it's hard because i live with like five students well some of them are i mean like grad students mainly and one undergrad but like mainly like grad and phd students but i mean i finished school like a few years ago um but yeah yeah and yeah, i said that a lot of times they're like studying or working on something so it's hard to like play the bass here but. yeah you have to be respectful yeah understandable but also sucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but that's why it's good to have the i figured i started playing like synth and like doing a lot of music with that so i can like yeah. plug in my headphones and work with uh lmms studios that's like a good freeware kind of side it's like a free version of uh fruity loops i guess oh, okay yeah yeah sure. and i use reaper too to like record vocals and all that so awesome yeah so uh any final thoughts or things you'd like to say uh, <laughs> i don't know just come to my website i need people <laughs> yeah check out our work and uh i guess like buy you have like a store on there right or yeah i have a store on there you could buy and all different like price points from like ten dollars to like five hundred dollars so definitely find nice. something you like Nice. So this is uh what well, but you both go by it because he's uh I know on your site it's it's Dana Gambale but he's yeah. I I thought it was like Eric Danger and Dana Danger like that's yeah. the name. So yeah. if you want the background on that when we got right. married <laughs> we were going to change our last name to Danger to just start okay. our old last name and <laughs> I think that's still the plan we just haven't done it yet. Yeah. So. And then your band could be called the Dangers. Yes, exactly. That would be fitting, yeah. <laughs> and people do call us the dangers, so it, nice. it's pretty fitting. <laughs> and hopefully we'll make it real one day. Nice. <laughs> I have it on my to-do list for 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully it's, yeah, hopefully it's a better year than 2020. Like, yeah. well, I think things are going to open up eventually, like with the vaccine and all that stuff. So. Yeah. I think a few more months we'll be getting back to normal you know yeah hopefully i i fucking yeah. need it yeah well hopefully we have better than normal but 
exactly norm, I, yeah <laughs> I'm kind of hoping it's going to be like kind of like a renaissance, like the Roaring Twenty, where people are like just so happy to like live life. Yeah, because that was after World War One, and that was like yeah. A, yeah, like it just yeah. like party again, just be happy to be alive and like yeah, <laughs> you know, as a community. Nice, <laughs> and it's the twenties again, so exactly it's, it's the twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Thank you for coming on to BSing with Sean K. and. Uh, Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for listening and check out our site and subscribe to me on iTunes and Spotify and all that BSing with Sean K. Right. BSing with. Uh, who? BSing with. What? BSing with.